Welcome to the Dr. Raj podcast with Dr. Raj Dasgupta, a show all about educating patients, students, and aspiring doctors about better patient care. Dr. Raj is a quadruple board certified physician and associate professor at the University of Southern California. He was a co-host of the TNT series, Chasing the Cure with Ann Curry, as well as a regular on the TV show, The Doctors. And now, here's our show. Hi, and welcome to the Dr. Raj podcast. And this is a podcast about just being a good person, about wellness, about health. So what better thing than to have a segment talking about exercise? We all could use a little exercise. Dr. Raj could definitely use a lot of exercise. So, you know, we have a special guest today. I'm super excited. I know I always say that, but no, I really, really am. I think many of you could benefit from getting some tips from this person who's just really in shape. So our guest today is going to be Nona Bayat. And I have a little intro. I didn't make her send me an intro. I got it off the internet because you know what? She's super popular. So Nona is a famous TikTok star, a fitness model, and an Instagram star from the United States. She is known for her content on different social media platforms. She often shares different workout routines and workout programs for her audience. I'm impressed. You know, I don't even have an audience. She is among one of the most trending girls in TikTok. Her social media presence is growing at an outstanding pace. She is also popular for her eye-catching Instagram pictures and videos. She has a huge fan following, which is true. And according to this, you'll be seeing her in some modeling shoots. So with that being said, Nona, thank you for being here. How you doing? Good. I'm so glad and grateful to be over here. And I'm super excited to talk about health, fitness, and all of the above. I'm going to give a little story of how I came to know you. So it really comes down to your mom. Your mom is awesome. One day I was kind of like, you know, just doing the, the Dr. Raj thing. I bumped into her mom and her mom loves you. She was telling me how amazing you are, how popular and all these great mom things. So my question to you is, what is your family's background? And are you close with your family just as, as much as say your mom loves you? Yes. Okay. So we're basically immigrants. We immigrated from Iran to America around like 20 years ago, 21 years ago. I was actually born in Iran too. So I came to America when I was like one years old. And then we basically came from nothing and we made our way up. I'm super close with my family. Like the only family members that I have over here are just my immediate family members. I'm so lucky to have such loving like parents and also brother. It's really nice just to have that support system. And even though they are like very traditional, they still support me with my non-traditional like. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll let you in on a secret. You know, I don't know if you know this, but my wife, she's Iranian. That's why we got this little connection thing going here, you know? My question to you now is, what is your favorite Iranian food? I know it's like biased because I am Persian, but kebabs are really amazing. (laughs) I got to say like my favorite dish, it has to be badamjoon. What what is that? Come on. We don't know what that is. Give me a translation. It's eggplant in a brothy type of 
I think it's a chicken broth mixed okay. with tomatoes like and like chickpeas and beef. And then you put that on top of white rice. It's literally <laughs> amazing. Let me ask you this. How did you get your passion for fitness in high school? Did you play every sport or something like that? I mean, how did you get this passion? I was a swimmer for my high school team. And I also did club, which was like a little bit more stricter, more professional. So I think my roots of fitness stem from me being a professional swimmer. And then I kind of got sick of swim and I wanted to explore other areas of fitness. So I got into weightlifting because I heard that weightlifting is that one area of fitness, which truly shapes and transforms your physique. I'm a person that I get bored easily. So I needed like the challenge. And I think weightlifting just satisfied that area. So were you like the all around like soccer and basketball and field hockey and all that stuff or I wish I was but I literally thought I was going to go to the Olympics so I was like I need to focus on swim and only swim it just didn't work out and then I kind of regret not trying out other sports but swim was the only sport that I ever did in my entire life and if I had a chance to pick any other sport I would have definitely went into soccer because that seems yeah. so I don't know anything about swimming but just because I'm curious um what was your favorite stroke or positioning or what what were you I was known for breaststroke which is basically swim favorite and my fastest stroke I don't remember what times I came in as but all I know was that that was my stroke too (laughs) (laughs) all right so we'll like fast forward a little bit you went to college And what was your major in college and why did you choose that major? So psychology was my major. I went to UCLA. I chose psychology because I was just really fascinated about the human mind. And psych is a pretty fairly new like social science. It's just so cool. Like use it in everyday life. I use it to help me with my motivation. You truly understand your behaviors and you get to correct yourself a lot too when you understand how the human mind works. So I chose psych and my original plan is to go to med school. Ah. I like to go get into med school. So it's a little bit more, more non-traditional than like a bio specific major. I'll let you know that I'll forgive you that you're a Bruin because you know, <laughs> based upon our histories, we should not like each other, but you're pretty cool. What kind of doctor do you kind of want to be? Do you, are you kind of gravitating towards like, like kids or surgery or psychiatry? What, what do you think you want to be? Because of my career in fitness right now, I think sports medicine is a field that I'm leading towards a lot. So that's cool. Definitely one area that I'm definitely very interested in. I want to know, do you actually like being a social media star, like a TikTok star? Because I was just thinking about it. It's kind of stressful. I mean, you got to actually pull cool videos. I'm sure everyone likes to criticize. You got to be in shape all the time because I've seen your stuff. You don't really come out there with like a beer belly or something. So is this stressful? I love social media and I definitely could see myself pursuing it in the long term. It is a little bit stressful. A lot of people who aren't in that type of industry wouldn't see it as that way. But when you put yourself out there, you're basically being vulnerable. A lot of people will say bad things about you. So you just got to learn to not really care about other people's opinion, because if you do, it really affects your mental health. And it's actually really interesting, too, because I am in that industry and I'm friends with a lot of these big influencers, you realize that a lot of them go through depression because of social media, but they're not that open about it online yet. But 
it really, it's, it takes a mental toll on you, but it's something that I love and I'm so passionate about just because I could truly be myself and be goofy and creative at the same time. <laughs> it really allows me to like use that creative side of my brain and like just put content out there and have people loving it or hating it. I don't really care, but it's just fun to do. <laughs> and you yeah. do a great job at it. I kind of want to switch the, the tone of the conversation because I told my followers and, and I love all of them. They're just amazing men and women who listen to my podcast. Thank you that you're going to be on. And everyone's like, Oh, cool. Awesome. And I said, send me some questions and I have the questions right here. So is that cool? Can I, they, everyone wants to ask you fitness questions. Is that cool? Yes, of course. The first question I got is, is working out in the morning better for you? Honestly, that is an area that a lot of people talk about. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Morning, midnight, as long as you have that energy to go work out and truly get a good workout in, any time of the day is okay. So being a sleep doctor, everyone asked, Owen asked me, should I avoid working out at night? And the answer is no. And I think if you work out at the level of like a Kobe Bryant or LeBron James, sure, maybe a little insomnia, but it's better to work out than not work out at all. All right. Check one for both of us there. <laughs> My next listener wants to know, should they approach their sessions with a plan, meaning that should they already know how many reps and sets they should do before approaching a workout? Yes, yes. I always tell all my listeners and my followers on my social media is that every single time that you go into the gym, especially if you are a beginner, I would recommend you to write a list and detail it out exactly what you're going to go in, which exercise you're going to do, which equipments you're going to go. So when you're there, you're not really wasting that much time and you get a more beneficial workout because you know what you're doing. So I think writing down exactly what exercise you're doing, how many reps, how many sets is a good guideline for your workout. So I highly recommend it. What is the usual duration of a no-no workout? More of an hour, hour and a half. Sometimes if I'm really feeling it, it'll be two hours, but <laughs> it's an hour and a half. <laughs> All right. Now don't lie to me here. So do you take your phone and, and turn it off during your workouts? Playing music from my phone, so I can't go on it. Okay. So if I do go on it, like it messes it up. So I just don't use my phone at all, unless I'm recording content. It kind of like distracts you from that mind to muscle connection and gets you out of the zone. So keep away from your phone. Try not to go on it. Even if you're taking like your rests, like mm -hmm. just don't use your phone. So with the pandemic and everything, I know we couldn't go to gyms and a lot of people were bummed. So are you kind of like a gym person? Like, do you go to like a 24-hour fitness or something? Or do you have it just in your house or apartment? What, what is a, a typical workout for you in location? I have a private gym that I go to. So that's my usual. But when COVID hit, my main source of exercise were stadium stairs. So I just found like a fight <laughs> And I literally, I'm not even kidding you. Dr. Raj, I had the best physique when I was doing stadium stairs because that was like one of the most intense killer workouts that I've ever done. So outdoor, indoor, if I'm doing outdoor, it's the stadium stairs. If it's indoor, it's at a private gym. Dude, you should have had someone take a picture of you like in the empty stadium, like going up the stairs in the crack of dawn. That would be such like a motivational like poster on the background there. Love that. I think you just inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one. My listener wants to know, do they need to work out every day? No, you don't need to work out every day. 
I would recommend four times a week, five times a week, but it's really important to have at least one to two days of rest periods, just because that allows you, it prevents injuries from happening because you don't want to be too rough on your muscles and your joints all the time. And it actually helps with muscle recovery and growth. So if you don't take rest periods, you're actually killing your gains in some sense. The follow-up question is, and, and how long do they need to work for? And usually they're a 30 minute type of person. 30 minutes is kind of my go-to. So what, what do you think would be a, a nice number for someone? Honestly, as long as you could get a really good workout in and truly put your all into that workout, a good workout could be 10 minutes long. It could be 30 minutes long. It could be an hour. So it just depends on the intensity that you do. So a lot of people do hit workouts, which is usually less, probably 30 minutes. It just really depends on how much you truly are working out. Are you being lazy? Because if you're being lazy, that workout's going to take longer. Or if you're just going to go all in and you could go all in and get the same workout or the same benefits and results in that 10 minute period compared to like an hour period. So it just depends on like how much are you putting into that workout? So you're not clock watching. Like when you're done physically, you're like, this is good. I did a good job, right? Listen to your body. That embarrassed you a little bit, but uh, your mom said that you don't let her work out with you because she said that you were kind of mean to her, that she's not like she gets a little lazy. Is that true? I do know my mom. She tends to give up a lot, even though I know that she has more in her. So I guess she says that I'm mean because I force her to do things because I know she can and she gives up a lot. So I'm like, no, get up. You got this. She'll give up. You got to be a little bit pushy. That is so funny. Now, the way she said it to me, I sort of just like you, I sort of busted up on my side. <laughs> All right. So the theme is always variety is the spice of life. So the question is, uh, Nona, do I need to vary my workout to see results? No, I mean, if you're talking about the exercises that you do, I usually have a workout split. And in that workout split, I have the same exact exercises that I do, like for shoulders, legs, quads, everything. But the only, and I could go with that workout split with the same exercises for like six months. Same. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. But the only thing that I have to do and change is I have to do progressive overload. So in some sense, you're increasing the weight every week. Because if you don't, then like you're not going to see any change with your physique because you're not gotcha. being, your body's getting used to that weight, used to that exercise. So you got to like tweak it a little bit and change it up a little bit. So that's the only thing that I do. Um, sometimes people get bored and go and do like they'll take a soul cycle class, a cycling class in between, you know. So it just depends on you. My work, my exercises don't really like fluctuate as much. All right. So I'm going to ask a personal question. So, I mean, I love the elliptical because old people love the elliptical like me. And my wife always rips me a new one saying that, you know, there's some kind of muscle memory. So it's easy for me to do the elliptical because that's all I do. Is there truth behind what she's yelling at me about or not really? As long as you are like increasing the resistance or going faster then you're fine. But if you're going on and everything's always the same, then it's kind of like pointless in some sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was kind of hoping you'd be on my team. Like, yeah, Raj, you just go back in there and you tell your wife about you. <laughs> End of the day, a workout is a workout. So as long as you're okay. moving, you're fine. <laughs> okay, thank you. Apparently, uh, this person has seen you because 
they want to know how do they get a six pack like you? The thing is, if you have a higher body fat percentage, you need to decrease that first because in order to get a six pack, you ought to be pretty lean. So I would recommend just getting burning that body fat off, do a lot of cardio, being a caloric deficit truly helps. And then a lot of people say that being in a caloric deficit, it's hard to build muscle, but I think that's wrong. I was in a caloric deficit and I was building a good muscle mass compared to my body size. So I would recommend definitely do a lot of cardio, weightlifting as well. And being a caloric deficit will help you lean out and show you those like abs because everybody has abs, but you just got to like sculpt it out a little bit. Oh, this is a teaching moment. So can you teach me and my listeners, you're using the word caloric deficit for us non-worker out people. What does that mean? So basically being a caloric deficit is basically that you burn more than what you eat. Okay. So basically, I mean, you're the expert of this, you're the doctor, but calorie is a source of energy. So when you eat it, if you're not using it, it gets stored as fat. And in order to like burn that, you got to, you know, work out and stuff like that. So basically caloric deficit is that you burn more than whatever you eat. Ah, well, well said. I'm going to put that in your med school essay of how you, how great you responded to that question. <laughs> you did well in your biochem, right? Thank you. Okay, so I think this actually uh, came from a gentleman who responded or asked, wanted to ask you a question. What type of training does he need to do to increase muscle mass? Okay, so basically, in order to increase muscle mass, I would say increase your protein intake 100%. Not lifting heavy. A lot of bodybuilders, what they do to increase muscle mass is they go into a bulking phase and a lot of them, their body fat percentage goes high, but they build more muscle mass. So if you're truly like dedicated, I would go into a lean bulk just because bulking can also be a little bit risky because a lot of people do gain a lot of body fat and then it's harder to like sculpt out. So go into a lean bulk and lift heavy and eat good. Ah, all right. He's going to be very happy for that. So I think I have all these different body types questions now. I think you have a lot of followers. So this person was a woman and she wanted to know the exactly the opposite of the last question, which is what type of training does she need to do? Because she, her goal is to lose weight. If you want to lose weight at the end of the day, you got to go into caloric deficit. I would recommend doing weightlifting because with weightlifting, you actually burn body fat when you're not working out. And I would also do cardio like around three times a week. My recommended source of cardio is the Stairmaster. I personally have seen it do miracles for me. So I highly recommend using the Stairmaster. Or, or maybe she could copy you and go to like the Rose Bowl and kind of go up the stairs. <laughs> oh my God. If you want, that's the best way to burn body fat. I swear. <laughs> we should market that. I'm going to charge people on the side to go to like the Rose Bowl and go up the stairs. <laughs> this actually came from a woman and... She wants to know what type of training does she need to do to actually get a little bit stronger? Do you have some certain areas that you want to target? Is it more about reps, she says, on kind of her banter afterwards? Or is it more about intensity? So any comments for getting stronger? So in order to get stronger, I would recommend doing... It depends on intensity. So try to lift as heavy as you can in some, in some sense. If you can't, then I would do like reps and then like go to failure so you could like feel those like muscles burning and after you go to failure i would pick up a heavier weight in which you could like lift and do like five reps of that as long as you could just pick it up and like 
you know, move it around. That helps with um, building muscle. I think for sure, if you want to build muscle, you have to increase your weight 100%. If you can't do that, then stick to a lesser weight, but try to increase weight. That helps a lot with muscle mass and increase your protein intake as well. So I'm going to bring it back to you. What are you? Because you seem to have a lot of muscle. Like, I think you literally kicked my ass if we had a fight. Um, but then you're very fit. So what are you focusing on? Strength, endurance, weight loss? What is your thing? I had a spine injury in January. And since then, I'm not allowed to lift heavy. So oh. right now, I'm just looking at, I'm maintaining. Like right now, it's a maintaining phase that I'm going through just to maintain whatever I have. I'm not focusing on really heavy weights, but I am looking at like the amount of reps I could do with lighter weights. So I'm increasing my reps with, I'm still using weights, but not heavy weights that I would usually use. I'm going to call, I clustered these questions. I'm going to call these the cool down questions. You know what I mean? The post-workout questions. <laughs> so, so how often does someone need to rest? You know what I mean? And how important is resting? So resting is super important. I would recommend one to two days out of your week just to like rest and recover. And it's super important because again, like prevents injuries, helps with muscle recovery, helps with muscle growth, a lot of good benefits out of it. So I, I actually heard one of your tips. I was like stalking you on your social media, <laughs> angry about form. And that was really like your thing, you know? So when you go to the gym, do you see people doing it the wrong way? And are you a nice person? Do you go in like, hey, so-and-so, you may want to do this. And or are you kind of like, are people who work out kind of like mind your own business? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like there's like a, this thing at the gym where like it's like gym etiquette to like not approach someone and like correct them because like you don't want to be like the know-it-all you know <laughs> I don't go up to anyone I don't say anything and also I'm at a private gym so like they know what they're doing I know what we're doing you know it's like very like your thing I'm doing my own <laughs> and, you know, and it's funny because you know if I I used to go before the pandemic just to a, a regular just gym that everyone goes to a neighborhood gym I want people to correct me because <laughs> I know I'm doing it all wrong. I'm like, I kind of look at people like, hey, do you want to talk and give me some tips? Because your body is better than my body. <laughs> um, but that's cool. I like that. This person wants to know, when should I stretch? And how often should I stretch? Kind of so, broad, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so I would recommend dynamic stretching prior to your workouts. Dynamic stretching, it takes usually like 10 to 15 minutes of your time before your workouts. And that's super important before. So don't do static stretching before. It's not really beneficial. Dynamic stretching helps with mobility, allows you to lift more, prevents injuries. So do dynamic stretching before 10 to 15 minutes. And after your workouts, I would recommend uh, static stretching, which also should take around like 10 to 15 minutes to do as well. Yeah, I'm going to milk you for some info. So give me an example of a dynamic stretch and a, was it passive? What did you say the other one was? Static stretching. Yeah, give me one example of each. So I'll know what it, I could kind of visualize what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. So dynamic stretching, it basically helps with your joints and movement wise. So for example, side to side lunges is a dynamic stretch. Another one is, I, I don't know how to describe it, but you're kind of in a squat position and you twist your knees in a right angle down and up. So just help okay. your hips a little bit more. So those are examples of dynamic stretching. Static stretching is more like toe stretches, cherry fingers, you know? So those are kind yes. of like 
like static stretching, like lying down on the floor and like stretching and touching your toe. That's like a static type of stretch. You're not really moving as much, but you're right. getting, you see. So it's like two completely different. Yeah. I, I think I'm more gravitated. I'm sure a lot of people are towards the static stretching that we all done in PE class in high school, but that's interesting. I like this dynamic stretching. What is kind of the best way to help sore muscles? Do you have any, um, someone said on, in this question, they were talking about some Epsom salts. Someone said, take a lot of magnesium. Do you have anything for sore muscles that you could reveal to my listeners? Yeah. So for sore muscles, stay hydrated 100% because that helps drink a lot of water. And then I would recommend doing yoga helps a lot. And then um, just like light stretching, I would also recommend like going on a walk. So like don't be a lot of people in this story, they're afraid to move, but they like stay in bed and they refuse to get up. That's actually really bad because like it kind of like stiffens out your muscles. So like keep those muscles warm, even when you're sore, like go on a light physical activity, like a light dog or like a walk. I like that. I like how you incorporated the dog in there, dude. I'm totally <laughs> dog person. I think it's great. Uh, what about you? On a side note, any pets? I have a, I have two birds and I have one dog. Yeah, two birds. You know, I got to tell you, being a lung doctor, birds love to do numbers on your lungs, dude. So be oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't be cleaning those bird cages. Make your make your mom do it, dude. <laughs> I'm put them in a different room after this interview. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is and why you would do it, but this person was really wanted your opinion about how and when do I use a foam roller? Yeah, so a foam roller is basically this thing over here. Oh my God. <laughs> the best thing for just like opening up your muscles a little bit and like help with blood circulation. So it helps with any knots and stuff like that. It's good prior to workouts and after your workouts and just like I use it for my back because like it helps back my back a little bit. So it's just like helps with like loosening it up a little bit. So can I use your terminology? Would that be part of dynamic stretching? Um, yeah, yeah, it would be part of dynamic stretching. Are you just being nice to me? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I like it. Um, and dude, we're, we're almost done. And I like this one a lot. Um, this is the last question from my listener. How does exercise help with mental health? Oh my God, the best thing for your mental health. It helps so much just because when you work out, you're automatically releasing like those like happy, the endorphins, yeah. serotonin, dopamine, all that. So like it scientifically, it helps you become more happier in some sense. Mm -hmm. And it helps decrease stress and it helps with anxiety and it kind of helps with depression also. So it's just like, it helps our productivity. You're just more awake. You're more alert. You're more like ready to like take on the world. So I think it helps a lot with like mental health overall, like the best thing ever. <laughs> no, I agree with you. And this, and this is my personal two cents, not really a question, but just to make sure we're on the same page, sleep is just as important. And all the things you just passionately said about exercise, you can, you need from sleep. And I think it's vice versa because you know, when someone comes up to me and a very common thing is insomnia, we all suffer from it. I can't tell you about getting some good exercise and that will help out with stress relief. Do you believe the same thing? And how do you sleep? I sleep very well. Um, I also do agree. Like sleep is probably one of the best things also. And it's also really good for like um, your gains, you know, your muscle gains, because not sleeping 
kills your like muscle gains as well. So um, I typically like sleep around like eight hours, but usually eight to nine hours. I love sleeping. I also nap throughout the day. So it really helps me like stay alert. I think sleeping is so vital and it sucks for people who go through insomnia because like that's just like so critical for like functioning, you know? Oh, I know. Just waking up where you just can't get the day going. You have to be motivated to do the things you do. It's I agree with you. Wow, dude, can you believe we like banged out like my the questions? I know. I love that you're craving more. So (laughs) before we wrap up, let me make sure I give you a chance because I know you're doing so many things. I can't even there's not enough time to tell the world what you do. Do you want to talk about your your fitness app? Is that cool? Do you want to like kind of reveal to my listeners of what you're doing? Yeah. So I just released a fitness app in which I kind of like guide individuals who are just starting out their fitness journey on like what to do at the gym, how to stay fit at home. So it's like different programs that I'm creating. Like right now I have my current workout split that I do. And like my followers have been asking for that for like a year or so. So I finally gave them like exactly what I do on each day, what type of exercise I do, how many reps and sets I do, what equipment I use. So it's like very detailed, the type of exercises that I personally do. And I think it helps a lot of my followers. Everyone's pretty happy. So that makes me happy. (laughs) (laughs) And dude, this is going to parlay good with this. So if my people want to follow you or listen to you or learn more about you, what's the best way to to be a fan of you? So um, you could find me on all social medias at Nona Bayat. So N-O-N-A. B-A-Y-A-T. And you'll find me on TikTok through that, Instagram through that. Yeah, basically those two are my main social platforms that I'm on and YouTube, but it's mo- mainly like clothing hauls. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, before, so before we say goodbye, I just have one last thing. I got this great idea. Would it be possible one day, can Dr. Raj do a TikTok video with you? Oh my God, of course. That's the move. I'm going to do a workout like TikTok video with you. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> <All right>. do it. <laughs> well, hey, I can't, I can't tell you enough how amazing you are at, at really such a young age, all you accomplished. And I'll tell you the truth. I hope to like see you like in the hospital. And I really hope to see you like next to me in the ICU. Same here, Dr. Raj. I'm- I'm still going to give you a hard time, but it's all right. (laughs) Would you be willing to come back and talk more about fitness and health with us? I'd be more than honored to be back. Oh, you're the best. And everyone, that is the Dr. Rod show for this segment. And we'll be back soon with more health and wellness and awesome guests like we have today with Nona. Thank you again very much. I'll see everyone later. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Ars Longa Media. Our producers are Madison Linden and Chris Brightigan. Our executive producer is Dr. Patrick Beeman. This podcast is for educational purposes only and not intended for medical advice. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis.